الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة حدثني جماعة من الشيوخ بإسناد كل إلى سفيان بن عيينة عن عمرو بن دينار عن أبي قابوس مولى عبد الله بن عمرو عن عبد الله بن عمرو بن عاص رضي الله تعالى عنهما أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الراحمون يرحمهم الرحمن ارحموا من في الأرض يرحمكم من في السماء the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in this tremendous hadith that those who are merciful, they will be shown mercy by the most merciful. Be merciful and show mercy to those who are in the earth and the one who is above the heavens, he will show you mercy. The ulama, they point out and they mention, they say, ذَلِكَ بِأَنَ الْعِلْمِ رَحْمَةِ نَتِيجَتُهُ رَحْمَةِ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَغَايَتُهُ رَحْمَةِ فِي الْآخِرَةِ The ulama, they say, and the, yani, this is because knowledge is mercy. Naam? Knowledge is mercy. The result of knowledge is mercy in this world, and the ultimate goal of knowledge is mercy in the hereafter. We continue going over the tremendous hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, where he said, Kun fi dunya sabil, Be in this world as if you are a stranger or a traveler passing through. We took our time going through the explanation of this particular hadith because I really want us to take bite-sized pieces away so that we may walk away with it and implement it into our lives immediately. Here, in this session, we have reached the final portion and piece of this hanith, and also the benefits that are contained therein. And that is, as we have reached the statement of Ibn Umar, radiallahu ta'ala, anhuma, where he used to say, إِذَا أَمْسَيْتَ فَلَا تَنْتَظِرِ الصَّبَاحِ وَإِذَا أَصْبَحْتَ فَلَا تَنْتَظِرِ الْمَسَاءِ That if you reach to the evening, then don't wait to the morning time. Don't anticipate that you will live to see the morning. And if you make it to the morning time, you don't live to anticipate that you will see the evening. وَقَالَ الْعَلَّامَ مُحَدِّثُ الْمَدِينَةِ شيخ Abdul Muhsin Al-Abbad Hidhullahu Ta'ala He mentions, he says وَفِيهِ مُبَادَرَ أَصْحَابِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِلَى تَنْفِيذِ وَصَايَ الرَّسُولِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَفِيهِ فَضْلُ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ بِنْ عُمَرِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عَنْهُمَا فَإِنَّهُ مَعَ تَنْفِيذِهِ ما وصاه به رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يرشد غيره إلى تنفيذ ذلك الله أكبر in this he said that here we see the quickness and how the companions of the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم they did not procrastinate put another way they did not procrastinate but they were quick 
to enact and to implement the guidance, the advice and the guidance that the Prophet وسلم, had given them. So when the Messenger of Allah وسلم, he told them something, they were quick into putting that guidance into implementation. They put it to work. They put it to action. They implemented it immediately. They didn't wait. Right? And also this shows us the superiority and the virtue of Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma because not only did he implement it himself that which the Prophet taught him but he also in addition to that he called others to implement it he called other people to implement it Naam. and not just that he called other people to implement it and I want you to reflect on this is that he gave it to them in a language that they could understand. He made it extremely easy for them to comprehend and to grasp. Naam? Because the words of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Prophet Sallallahu he would speak short words that were concise to the point and had vast meanings. Had vast meanings. Kun fi dunya sabil. Be in the world as if you are a stranger or a traveler passing through. Those are very short, short expressions. But the meaning is tremendous. The impact is 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 magnificent if, if for an individual who truly understands, right? Those words by themselves is is life-changing. This will alter the trajectory of an individual's life. This this will change your life if you really understood, you know. Uh, the words of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Ibn Umar, when he would transmit this, he would transmit the words of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then he would give an explanatory, yani, uh, um, what, do you, what do you say, comments, yeah? an explanatory commentary, very short as well, and showing people and highlighting for them the way in which you should now Live your life after hearing these words of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So he said, if you make it to the evening, don't anticipate seeing the morning. And if you make it to the morning, don't anticipate seeing the evening. To the end of the statement, which Allah Ta'ala will come to the second half of the statement. But in that, the meaning of that is that what? In al-Muslim, yakunu mutaraqiban lil-mawt. Is that a Muslim, he has to be an individual who is what? Who is waiting death? He's he's waiting for death. Okay? So if you make it to the evening, then you would a person will say, you know what? I anticipate I might die. So I I I need to be ready before the morning time. Right? If you make it to the morning time, a person say, you know what? I anticipate my death is coming, so I need to be ready. What does this mean? What, what do we understand from this? You, you understand what I'm saying? What do we understand from this? We understand from this is that what? If you need to be ready for death so that when you go to bed at night, you're comfortable dying before you wake up. You need to be ready for death and live your life so that if you wake up in the morning and death comes to you before the evening, you're comfortable dying on that day. Do you, do you understand that? <laughs> Do you understand that? Do I understand that? Right? 
And I want each of us, myself and then you, to really reflect and think about the answer to that question in light of our actions. Are we ready for death? Are we comfortable to die right now? Because the only way to do this is that what? فَهُوَ يَسْتَعِدُّ لَهُ بِالْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحِ دُونَ الْكَسَلِ أو تأخير. Is that this will translate? Can they say, what is it translating to? That will translate. If you truly understand, if you're truly okay, comfortable, and you're prepared and you're ready, what that means is that that will translate, that will translate into you preparing for it. So, the, so your preparation game for death will be on point. That means that you will be preparing for death in such a manner that you are comfortable to die right now because you're, 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 you're ready due to the preparations that you have put forward. You're ready and you're comfortable to meet death right now because you know you, got, you have the pedal to the metal. And inshallah ta'ala will come back to this, to this concept, to this point, right? In any event, meaning that what? That you're putting forth righteous good deeds and you're not being lazy and you're not procrastinating. So without any type of lethargy and without any type of procrastination, but you are ready, not lazy, no procrastination, no putting off things to tomorrow. No, you living for the akhirah like today's your last day. So you making sure you're getting everything ready. So if, if, if death comes before you wake up, alhamdulillah, you're ready for it. If death comes before you get to go to sleep, alhamdulillah, you're ready for it. Now, but are we living our lives like that? See, that's the question. Are we living our lives like that? In any event, the Shaykh Yozani says, so he does righteous good deeds during his day. Like he's not going to make it to the night. You understand? He does righteousness in the day like he's going to die before the evening comes. Subhanallah. And he does righteousness at night. If he happens to make it to the nighttime, he does righteousness at nighttime like he's going to die before the morning. How many of us live our lives like that? How many of us live the day like that? We're, we, we're, we're working and doing righteousness inside the day like we're going to die before the nighttime comes. When the evening comes upon us, how many of us are living the evenings and treating the evenings like I'm going to die before the morning time. So I'm going to get everything I need to get in right now. So I'm going to die before the evening time. I'm going to die before yani, the morning comes. Subhanallah. Uh, the Sheikh, he mentions, he brings a very good, yani, um, a very good uh, quote here. He says, Bufitar Jamati Mansur bin Zadan, he says, Fi Tahdib al Kamal, Kala Hushayn bin Bashir al Wasiti, Lokina li Mansur bin Zadan, Inna Malik, Inna Malik al Mout, Al al Bab, Makanat indahu ziyadatun fil Amel. He said that in speaking about Mansur bin. Zadan, Hushayn bin Bashir 
Al-Wasuti, he mentions, he says, if it was said to Mansur bin Zadan that verily the angel of death is at the door, he said that he will not have in him any more actions that need to be done, right? If it was said to him, the angel of death is at the door, there wouldn't be anything he could do to increase in actions and doing righteousness. What does that mean? Let's go back to what was a statement, a phrase that we used a little while ago, because I think this will help us better understand. This means that what? That he had the pedal to the metal. This is what that means. He had, proverbially, the pedal to the metal. So he was living his life and he was fully extending himself and doing absolutely what he needed to do to the best of his ability. He was doing it. So much so that if it was said the angel of death is at the door, I can't do anything else. Right? So, for example, if, we, if, if I'm driving and I got the pedal to the metal, I'm pushing a car as fast as it can possibly go. Like, I can't put the pedal down no more to go faster. And you say, go faster. I say, I got the pedal to the metal. I can't go faster. This is the fastest the car can go. I can't push it no more because I've already pushed it to its full extent. The pedal to the metal. This is what that means. That's how he used to live his life. He used to put forth righteous good deeds putting the pedal to the metal so they said the angels at the door I, I i can't even go faster the pedals to the metal i'm already pushing it to full capacity that's how he used to live his life but is that how we live in our lives listen ibn umar he went on and he used to say take from your life or excuse me Take from the time that you're healthy for when you are sick and take for the time that you are alive for when you're going to be dead. And Ma'ana, Shaykh Abdul Mahsan, he mentions, he said, the meaning of this is that, and the Muslim, again, the Muslim, they hasten to what? To righteous good deeds. And I want to keep stressing this. Hasten to righteous good deeds. If we all know that we're living here for a very short period of time and our stay here is temporary, then we have to hasten to do what is right because what is about to end. Everything's about to end. SubhanAllah, we can't afford to procrastinate. We can't afford to keep putting off, putting off, putting off, putting off, putting off. Yeah, SubhanAllah, ilamata. Until when? Until when we're going to keep putting things off? We say we want to get right. When are we going to get right? What are we waiting for to get right? You waiting to die to try to get right? What you waiting for? To, until when? Until when are you going to wait? How long are we going to keep putting stuff off? I want to do this. I want to do that. I have aspirations of, of doing this. You know, Dean-wise, I'm talking now. Dean-wise, right? I have an aspiration, Dean-wise, to do this or to learn that. And that. Well, when are you going to start? Individuals, I want to memorize Quran. Okay, when are you going to start? I want to learn Arabic. Okay, when? When? You've been saying that for the past 20 years. When are you going to start? You done said it for the past 20 years. Alhamdulillah, Ta'ala gave you 20 some my years. You 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 really wanna you want you you know you really wanna live your life like you like 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 you know you have twenty more. You may only have twenty days. Some individuals from the time I'm saying this statement may only have twenty seconds left of their life. Twenty seconds left of their life. Already now less than that, because I done said that a few times, the seconds already went by. They're closer to death now. 
People around the world right now dying this very moment. Right now, you're hearing these words? They dying right now. So how long are we going to wait? How long are we going to procrastinate? How long? Until when are we going to procrastinate? Until when are we going to wait to get it straight? When? How long are we going to take to get it right? Or, or try to start getting it right? So the Muslim, he has to hasten. She has to hasten to do righteousness. Hasten to do righteous good deeds. You got to pedal to the metal. You may not have a chance to do it. So you better do it now. You better do it now. Because you might not have a chance to do it later. Because it might not be no later for you. It might not be no later for me. The Sheikh, he mentions, he says, Haythu yakunu mutamakinan minha. That they have to do, hasten to the, do the righteousness so that they can have an ability to what? To accomplish it, to do it, to actualize it, to put it forth. وَذَلِكَ فِي حَالْ سُحَتِهِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَأْتِيَهُ مَا يَعُوقُهُ مِنْ ذَلِكَ كَالْمَرَضُ وَالْكِبَرُ He said, and this is what, when he takes full advantage when he is healthy, before there comes that which will hinder him from it, before things get in the way, what will get in the way? What will hinder? What 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 would be that hindrance? What will prevent him from excelling and, and and really pushing it? Sickness, old age. You know when you're sick, you can't you can't go as hard as when you were healthy. When you're old, you can't go as hard as when you were young. So take advantage. You know, right now you can push it and, and put it like running. Put it like running. Right. Use that as an example. When you're healthy. You can run really fast. When you're sick, not so much. You can't, you can't, yeah. You can't beat your time. You can't beat your best time when you're sick. When you're young, you can run really fast. But when you're old, not so much. You're not gonna beat your best time when you're old. You're not gonna beat the best time that you that that you did that you ran when you were young. This is the reality of the situation. So when you look at that, then you realize that what when I have strength, when I have youth, this is the time to capitalize now. This is the time to capitalize on their ibadah. This is the time to capitalize on, 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 on the voluntary uh, uh, ibadat, on the voluntary acts of worship. This is the time to really capitalize because I'm young and I'm strong. Before what? Before you get old and weak. Before you get sick. Capitalize when you're strong, when you're healthy. That and he has to live his life, fill his life with righteous good deeds until what? Until death come to him all of a sudden. Huh? Death comes all of something. I don't care if you were diagnosed, may Allah Ta'ala give you and me. Safety and health. I don't care if you if an individual was diagnosed with a terminal disease and they would and they told him you you you've been given X amount of time to live. Death always comes in a sudden manner. And I don't mean like a person that has an aneurysm he didn't know and he just dies. I'm not talking about that quick fast death. Cause that's actually that's a sign of a bad death. Uh, I'm talking about 
the reality of the situation, the reality of the transition from this world to the next is sudden. It's sudden. So even so, even though you you've been dying for X amount of time, right? Or you've been said that you had this terminal disease and you've been, you know, quote unquote, dying for X amount of time. The reality of it is, is that all of us is like that. <laughs> okay. All of us is dying. Reality of it. All of us is dying. All of us is life is, 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 is slipping away from us. We're moving towards death. That's the reality. That's the reality. All of us are dying. In any event, when I say that the death, it comes upon you just like that. Fetch Etan, just like that. Why? Because one moment you're alive, the next moment you're dead. When it's your last moment, that's that last moment. And you know how long a moment takes, right? Not long, right? So one moment you're here, next moment you're gone. That's what's going to be for all of us. One moment I'm going to be here, the next moment I'm going to be gone. That's it. My time on the dunya is done. One moment you're going to be here, then your time on the dunya is going to be done. So you have to live your life and fill it with righteous good deeds before death snatch you, right? And a snatch is what? Fast. It's not slow. It's fast. Anyway, And thus you will leave. I will leave from what? From the abode of action to the abode of doing the work until the abode of payment. So if you put forth righteousness, then you'll be paid your wages in full, and it'll be goodly wages. If you put forth evil, you'll be paid your wages still in full. But it'll be horrible for you. For how long? Forever. Not for a little bit. Forever. Not temporary. Permanent. So we have to take full advantage. The Sheikh, he mentions, he says, from the things that we benefit from this hadith, one, al-hathu ala isti'ishar. He said is that we should all have a feeling of strangeness inside of this world. Like we should all feel that we really don't belong to this world. All of us should feel as if we really don't belong to this world. Right? We we just here for a little bit. It's not ours, but we're trying to, you know, prepare for our hereafter. Naam. And therefore, we and therefore we prepare for the hereafter inside of this world by doing righteous good deeds. So we're just here to prepare for the hereafter. That's it. We're here to prepare for the hereafter. Okay? We're here to prepare for the hereafter. And how do you do that? By establishing the Tawheed. God established the Tawheed. Believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Believe in his prophets and his messengers. Submit yourself as a Muslim. Do not die except that you're a Muslim. So on and so forth. Do the righteous good deeds. That's how you prepare. There's no pepper. There's no real preparation for a kafir. Ain't, ain't no preparation for a kafir. Unless you, unless you mean preparing to go to hell, then okay. But preparation for the jannah, you have to be a believer. You have to be a Muslim. You have to bring forth the righteous good deeds. So on and so forth. Second, al-fi'lul a'nam a mu'allim. Rasulullah 
He said is that the teacher should do something that will draw the attention of the student to draw the student's attention to what he is about to say. And we see an illustration of this in the statement of Ibn Umar where he said that the Prophet وسلم, he took him by his shoulders because that would you know, that, that would make you pay attention. You know, it, 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 it grabs your attention. And for, so, for, so for the teacher to do things to grab the attention of the students so that they pay attention to what they're about to say and to what they're about to teach them. This is this is this is um excellent. This is needed. This is from the good methods of teaching and educating and disseminating knowledge. The fourth piece of benefit or the third, excuse me, piece of benefit that we get from this hadith, Mubadara as Sahaba ila Tamfili Wasaya Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is that the the manner in which the Sahaba they were quick, let's say that they were quick in carrying out and implementing the guidance that the Prophet ﷺ taught them. They were quick in, in, in implementing it. Now, they were quick to implement and to put into practice and to put into action that which the Prophet ﷺ taught them. So now I want to I want us to think about this. You know, compare and contrast. Uh, how fast are we to put into practice that? which we learned from the Prophet How fast are we to put it into practice? We read a hadith, how fast are we to put it into practice? That's my question. To myself, how many of us heard this hadith before, but we still procrastinate? Whereas this hadith is what is 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 uh, is uh, the Prophet is telling us, do not procrastinate. When I mean when it comes to the hereafter, I'm not talking about writing that email or sending whatever, the invoice, no. I'm talking about as it relates to affairs of the hereafter. How many of us procrastinate as relates to the affairs of the hereafter even after learning and or memorizing this hadith? The Sahaba, they were not like that. They heard this hadith, they implemented it immediately. Fourthly, وَفَضْلُ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ وفضل عبد الله بن عمر بأخذه وصية النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وحث غير وحث غيره عليها is that it shows the superiority and the virtue of عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله تعالى عنهما and how he took the advice of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and that not only took the advice of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and implemented it but he also Encourage others to do to do the same as well. He taught others and he encouraged them to implement it as well. So this shows us his virtue and his superiority. And there's there is an encouragement in this hadith to hasten to righteous to righteous good deeds. Without any type of laziness or procrastination. These are some of the takeaways we get from this hadith. These are some of the benefits that the Shaykh highlighted that come in this particular narration. It is incumbent upon all of us to ask ourselves how quick are we to implement 
the guidance of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and how much and what is our percentage of procrastination as relates to the affairs of the hereafter. Once we have assessed that, then my question is, what you going to do about it? Illa liqa. Astaghfirullah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.